Mama Tea Honey. Wait, she said what? No. Absolutely not. Pour me the rosé. Okay, I'm okay. high. My reality TV obsession is can't be tamed. I know, right? We yeah, are like a cute little hangover. Live. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Speaking. One of us is in the United States and the other is not. I am Which very one? much not in the United States right now. It is 10.53 um, on Wednesday. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm a day ahead. And it's what, uh, seven your time? So the, yeah, it's six, yeah, it's seven my time. The math I had done, which was incorrect, but it was easier for my brain to remember it, is that you're nine hours behind me, which is literally so untrue because you're living in the future currently yeah it's wednesday for you and it's tuesday for me so (laughs) that's a lot of math for i can't (laughs) i won't i don't i don't and also everything is pretty much like military time around here so and i love that it's called military time because i just think the rest of the world besides us uses that format of do they really yeah that's 20 you know 18 16 like that a hundred percent when Carla, my good, our friend Carla just got back from Europe. She has her time set to military time and she left it because she was like, I want to kind of, I want to see if I can get used to this timing. And it's so difficult for me. It's, but you got to be good at quick math, you know, and that's how my strong suit. it's like universal. So you're in Fiji. I am. I am on the lovely island of Fiji and um, my best friend is hosting Love Island. So... I am here getting to experience it. I'm actually so mad right now because she's watching the episode without me. Um, <gasps> but she but she has to. That's her homework. That's her work. Um, Wait, but we get I never even thought about the fact that that's work. Yeah. That's incredible. I wish. Um, but what was really funny is like, ever since I got to the airport, I just like, I was in the lounge and I just like would see like people that looked like they could be on love island so i'd be like are are islanders still coming like are they on my flight like i feel (laughs) like i'm in the truman show because it's like the people that i'm meeting they're real people but it's like the islanders are just you know isolated in this villa but it's like Mm -hmm. there's so many people here that have either that are working on this production right now or um have worked on previous like love island like people that like work here like it's 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 so bizarre but it's like everybody's kind of low-key associated with love island so right. it's just like i'm like what is real life right now and i get to go tonight to uh the actual villa and i'm very excited about that <laughs> that's insane that you I'm... get to step foot on the villa in mm-hmm. the villa i'm like they, they were like you can like come out like while we were like touching her up and stuff the islanders will freak out because it's a new person they're gonna be like who <gasps> is that and i was like that seems kind of distracting like i don't want to be causing issues but i'm very very excited i'm very excited <laughs> i'm down for you to cause issues i'm down for it to throw some people off and then they do something they weren't expecting to do and it's like we know it's because sierra was out there well you know Keenan. you know there's somebody there's a, there's a new girl walking into the villa that I've never seen before. I got to give this a chance. Like, I got to see it through in order to know. <laughs> Shut up, Keenan. Literally can't stand him. Like I'm going to be sitting next to like cameras and right. shit going on and also my eyes are just going to be on the screens. I'm like it's so crazy. And that's what else I mean with Truman show. It's like um getting to see all of the behind the scenes of the behind the scenes is absolutely nuts because it's just non-stop it's just non-stop i got to watch movie night and it's just the amount of stuff that happens and then the shit that you actually see it's like nothing <laughs> nothing right because like- i mean they're literally out there all the time right like they're fully <laughs> living there we're seeing about an hour of their like full day and mm-hmm. the things that we aren't seeing they're still just like their life goes on off camera it's all there. consistently yeah. happening and that's so to be able to well, it's stand all on camera. there right uh-huh. either flagging it or like going through it and being like all right this is part this is pulled this is pulled but i'm like at the amount of footage i would lose my mind i would lose my mind if i had to it's like cut together 45 minutes oh my mm-hmm. god i mean did you ever watch the show unreal yes okay so, first of all, great show. Love it that show. show. Miss that show. But the moment where it, oh my god, that pilot is incredible. Um but there's the the scenes whenever they go into like 
what's like kind of video village but like also feels like a newsroom where it's like a ton Mm -hmm. of different tvs and you've got footage and coverage of like what's going on with every single person and i would imagine it's something like that have you been in that room or is that what you're gonna see tonight so like when we watched movie night we watched it from casa amor like where casa amor was and it's there's a screen that has like four different channels to where you just like flip through and it's like the girls coverage the guys coverage wow uh the whole events coverage yeah so they must have people that are watching it live and literally being like this moment this moment this moment like it's definitely giving me like a god complex i'm gonna come back and be like everybody do as i say (laughs) because i'm always watching (laughs) okay wait i have one more question um yeah so when you went to what used to be casa more is does it does it still look like casa more or is it just now like an empty house it's just a house they like they strike it down really fucking fast like they built that thing for like two months and then they just like took it down in a day that is insane i I can't believe it is like i still don't understand that you're out there it's just blowing my mind (laughs) it blows my mind that i'm like that it's like a just a different day and Mm -hmm. it it's and that like this is what i get to do like we're like going to like hotels and like having lunch and like she's got a little golf cart so we're just like driving around and like having a time but it's it's nuts that like yeah i'm here visiting my friend uh for work and her work involves this and i'm like that's fucking awesome right because this is literally a thing that like you and i text about daily love island like this is a A thing that is part of our literal daily life and now you're breaking that like weird fourth imaginary (laughs) wall and you're in it (laughs) it's actually so true it's actually so true i'm like because i'm i'm such a fan of the show oh i got to meet uh mora yesterday from season (gasps) five of uk um yeah and it's just like so that's what I'm saying it's like it's so it's so crazy because like and everybody there knows that I'm a huge fan of like the, the show the franchise I don't know like I, mm-hmm. I I I love it and so it's it's weird getting to like meet people that I'm like cool watched you on a show for like <laughs> 60 episodes um it's so nice to meet you you're so cute um but yeah no and I'm like what like meeting you know like had a casting and stuff where I'm just like it's just it's 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 a nutty it's a nutty experience in like the best way but I'm also like I have to get work done (laughs) (laughs) I'm like I was like I I can work anywhere but I'm like yeah it's 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 crazy when I'm like your work is so much cooler and I just like want to be there for everything right just observe you know no I bet I just bet they're having so much fun knowing that there's like this like Love Island super fan that is visiting they're like oh do you want to know the tea can I show you something do you want to see this like you're this like breath of fresh air that's shown up with just like wide eyes wanting to see everything i'm like knowing knowing the lingo knowing like yeah. all the locations i'm like oh my god yes this is writing me up like there was like somebody that they asked about and i was just like oh he was awful on his season of the of like uk or whatever so it's just like it's 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 fun also being like a, able to be a part of the conversation mm-hmm. you know what i mean because it's like going to work with like somebody like on a set and there's so many things that are happening and like that they need to do where it's like you just don't want to be in the way. And so like mm-hmm. that's kind of my demeanor where I'm just like, oh no, 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 like I don't want to make anything complicated. Don't have to do like anything. And they're like, no, you're coming on. You're coming. Right. And I'm just like, if you offer, I will go. But like I'm just not, you know, I, I expected to be like a trophy wife or something. Like she's gonna go to work and then like come home and tell <laughs> me about her day and I'll have dinner on the table. But no, we're gone. <laughs> wow and I get this to makes me it. so happy for you <laughs> yeah it's like doing like an immersive experience of like your favorite show your favorite whatever but it's like I don't I'm not just going for a pop-up for the day it's like not only do I get the tea but I get to like mm-hmm. watch shit go down and I get to see shit that like you'll never see right it's so cool and that's such a cool distinction of like in any other situation if you were going with a friend to set for whatever show if especially if it's like a scripted something you are going to be in the way if you try and insert yourself you have no idea what they're talking about you don't know the plot the storyline any of that whereas this you're like no I know everything about Love Island except for what you guys know and I would like to learn (laughs) but like you're so tapped into everything that's going on that you get to be like at least understand those conversations that are happening around you right my my opinion is actually valid here Mm -hmm. like I can't tell you where to set up your shot and where to camera angle, but you know what I can? <laughs> I can have a fucking opinion on Keenan and KK and say, like, I think they need to go home. 
it's 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 been a really 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 fun experience and it's just started i'm here for the next 11 days that's insane okay so this is like the little bit of love island tea that we're getting next week i'm gonna want more i'm gonna want more specifics well, of what have... you can say <laughs> so the 27th um i'm coming back and i was like it's gonna be the longest day of my life and a friend invited me to like her like viewing party of the finale and i lost my mind when i saw it i was like what do you mean come to the tw- like the 27th like that's not when the finale is i'm flying back that day and the show is fucking over and then i'm like wow oh so you're gonna be in fiji for the finale and then you're gonna get back to la for the finale for the finale yeah that's cute also i'm just throwing it out there i'll be in la on the 27th i also want to watch the finale um (laughs) just throwing it out alive if i am still alive oh you're flying back on the 27th from fiji yeah but i'm literally flying back from fiji on the 27th to land in la at like 1 p.m on the 27th (laughs) so i'm having the longest 20 august 27th of my life yeah i'm like that that movie with the girl that like uh like happy death day like it's just like oh we're still we're still going we're still here (laughs) my first night i will say this is funny um when i like we were like having like a little viewing party and watching movie night I had so much fun. I had so much fun. But, like, obviously, since the second I got here, like, I've had drinks. I had coffee. Like, I woke up at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning this time. Mm-hmm. And we landed at, like, 5.30. Um, so I was, like, wired on, like, champagne and coffee. And then we got here. We went to breakfast with, like, uh, some of, like, her people that are here that I fucking love. And, like, got drinks there. Drank all day. Then uh, we go and have a pizza night, watching movie night with um, like her, you know, people and uh, that were working on the show out here. And by 1230, so I have been awake for like 20 something hours. Oh my my eyes, like I would just be like watching the screen and all of a sudden like feel myself like fall forward. And I would be like, did I just fall asleep? <laughs> and at one point I just like turned to Sarah and I go, I can't, I can't make it anymore. I can't do this. I have to go home and like sleep. <laughs> I the, my body is shutting down on me, oh, and I will end up on the floor. It literally is like turning off, and you keep trying to flip that switch back on. It's like no, bitch, we're done. I'm gonna end up on the floor. I'm gonna end up on the floor, and then I'm gonna look up at them, being like, I have no idea what happens. And I was like, now I'm now I'm creating a liability. I am a liability. I need to go lay down somewhere. That is so funny. I I know that feeling all too well, not from like a 24-hour travel day, but just that like nodding that happens. And it's like, yeah. And when you realize that you just nodded, it's one of like the scariest feelings. For some reason, you're like, please, no, this can't be how I go out. I'm not in control. This can't be it. No, like I'm just like, oh, cool. I am no longer in control of my body. And I didn't know that this was an option. (laughs) I love your hair like this. Well, Curly's coming back into trend. I was like, I'm going to have my Carmen moment, you know, and like just like start wearing my hair curly and see what happens while I. I um, love Carmen's hair. Genuinely have no control. Yeah. Slay. Full slay. Should we talk a little bit about Love Island, the people? I just have some thoughts. Let's go. Okay. Let's First of all, go. you saying let's go is Bergie. I know. I <laughs> literally. For the rest of my life, when I hear somebody say let's go, I'm just going to hear Bergie in my head forever. Iceberger for life. Iceberger. Is that what they call him? <laughs> yeah. Cute. It's like that's his, that's his little fan, his little fandom. Is oh, my ice, God. Cute. The icebergers. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I can't believe Keenan and how the way that he was speaking to KK when she was trying to just like she was hearing him out she was being very like calm with him I haven't seen this episode well then we are not gonna talk about this (laughs) I was gonna say I was like the last one I saw was the recoupling which is funny because I'm fucking here I am fucking here, and I have not missed a fucking episode, and now I'm behind two. Love Island IRL is making TV Love Island just all fucked up in your life. Well, as I'm saying, I'm like, movie night's not even going to happen until, like, what, tonight, tomorrow night? And I'm just like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm ahead of the storylines, but I'm not 
here watching it live. So I need to go back. So maybe we're going to so let's talk not talk about. about yes. Yeah. Okay. But tell me um, something else that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, uh, I, I, we did a really exciting thing last week. What? Um, oh, did you forget already? <laughs> I don't know why I thought you were like referring to somebody else as we. So that's why I was like, who are we? And then I was like, oh my God, I know exactly what you're about to say. No, <laughs> the only yeah, we other we really cool. in my life is me and Dexter. Um, and we didn't do anything crazy, but you and I, Savannah and Sierra did. So yeah. I sent Sierra a text maybe like three or four weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It was a link to Ticketmaster um, for a Taylor Swift concert in Paris that is happening in 2024 and I honestly sent it as like a one I know you like to travel Mm -hmm. two of course I want to see Taylor Swift again Um, but I didn't know or think that this was genuinely a real possibility but I was like I'm gonna throw it out there just to see and you showed some interest but I dropped it I'm not gonna push anyone to spend a ton of money on an artist that they're not even like crazy about you like Taylor Swift but you're not crazy about her I am not and then Swiftier. I get a text like a week later from Sierra that just says I haven't been able to stop thinking about Taylor Swift in Paris and I was like oh we're fucking in <laughs> <laughs> let's fucking do this and then you started getting FOMO uh, of everyone in Los Angeles going to see Taylor Swift for like a week straight. So then Sierra's mm-hmm. texting me even more. Like, do I spend money to go see her in L.A.? Do I wait and do we go to, in, in Paris? Like, what do I do? Of course, I'm going to push the Paris idea. <laughs> um, and so we talked about it for a couple of days and we finally pulled the trigger and we mm-hmm. bought two floor tickets to see Taylor Swift in Paris next year. I mean, iconic. <laughs> Iconic. It really is. I'm so excited. And like, we're like making a little trip out of it. So uh, Savannah gets her uh, Taylor Swift hit or whatever she needs, a little like. My fix. <laughs> your fix. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, yeah, we're going to go travel around France and then a little bit around Italy. And I think it's going to be an awesome time. And I honestly didn't think I would want to go to this concert um, at all. And it's just like Barbie, like Barbie. I did not think I wanted to see. I've seen it twice in theaters now and I will be going again. We might even go while we're out here. And I was like a Fijian movie theater. I die. Let's go. You have to go. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I was like, oh, the FOMO of seeing everybody in their little outfits. And it was like what she did four or five nights straight in Los Angeles. I think Angeles. she did like six or seven. It was insane. I, like it was every day. It was every day that there was. She really new, went for it. But like every post, every post on my like Instagram was just like, "Eras, thanks somebody <laughs> for sending me here." Right. And I was just like, oh, "Okay, um, that must be nice." But do I want to see that? And then I looked at the tickets, and they weren't like great. Like they're crazy, but like not like. 5,000, 2,000, like what the shit that mm-hmm. people were spending, especially out in like what Philadelphia or like where, yeah. you know, Those I, were it was a lot, nothing like that for like VIP tickets and stuff. But then I was like, I literally do not have one single friend that would be like, yeah, let's fucking do this. Like, mm-hmm. no. And then I was like, she was out here in Fiji. Like I just have, I had nobody there that would even like consider going or that I could even consider asking to go um, and spend that type of money. So you know, you got me. You got me really good at a really good time uh, at a really good place in my life um, yes. to where I said, yeah, let's let's go to Paris and see Taylor Swift. And I love that. It's such a dumb thing to say, but I'm like, I, mean, I just love that it's going to be in English. In English? Yeah. I don't know. You just for some reason, when you think of like going to a concert in Paris, you're like, everyone's going to be French. I'm not going to understand this anything. This will all be like- our language. Easy peasy. What if Taylor came out and she sang every single song in French? Well, you know, she's going to like bust out some shit to be like, look at me. I'm so worldly. And I'm going to be like, what'd she say? And I'm going to, I don't know. (laughs) I don't have no idea. No idea. Uh, I'm so excited though. This is, this is any excuse for me to see Taylor. And I think any excuse for you to go to Europe and it just like worked so perfectly. And I've never been to Europe. 
I'm so excited. Baby's first time. There's been nothing. I think I have a really hard time justifying because I, growing up, like we didn't go on like family trips. We didn't do like we went to Rosarito for the weekend because we could drive and it took like two hours. Um, So I just have that kind of in my brain when it comes to like big trips. And even though I've like spent the same amount of money it would take me to get to Europe on other things, like a weekend at Coachella could have been Mm -hmm. a Euro trip. Um, But Coachella was so close to me that I could justify it, whatever. I've never had a reason to justify it in my brain that I should get out to Europe. And this was like a thing. And it's like, okay, I guess we're going to Paris. (laughs) Uh, Don't guess. We are legitimately 1,000%. Yeah, we're going. So I'm already like looking at hotels. Like we're we're gonna we're gonna and have Italy. The best time. And I want the pasta. I want to sit on a beach in a bathing suit with a plate of pasta under an in umbrella. My lap. Yeah, mm-hmm. preferably yeah. some sort of brightly colored striped towel. Yes, se. with an Aperol spritz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I we're want having it. our moment. We are yeah. having our fucking Euro moment. And I take me now. Take me now. Well, so what's so funny is I saw a post on Instagram today and it was something about um, just millennials <laughs> that we have a hard time as a group saving our money and we're very prone to like impulse purchases. And I was mm-hmm. reading through the comments, curious to see what others were saying, because that's definitely a fault of mine. Like if I if I really want something in the moment, I'm, I'm probably going to get it. Like I, I have a full-time job. I don't have like a ton of money but I have enough to do things that I want to do and if Mm -hmm. something presents itself to me and I want to do it I'm probably going to do it and I have like not a bone in my body that has the willpower to not and it's interesting (laughs) that this is like a millennial thing not a sav thing I believe it I believe it I think yeah I'm what's the point of saving these days I'm like everything is either like insanely expensive that you would have to be saving up for like never eating to like get a house in the next like 10 years are you joking mm-hmm. like no if I want a bag if I want takeout I'm ge- I'm getting it I'm getting it I don't even cook I don't even cook I literally just like postmates everything like and then when I think about what I just ordered I'm like I could have made this for half but not anymore grocery price. <laughs> right. you know, grocery prices now now I Going look up. justified I look justified I'm like it's literally the same amount and at least it's like prepared when it gets here versus me having to go get it and then cook it like no no <laughs> so yeah that makes me Made a millennial that like can't can't save money because they like to spend like yeah fuck yeah i'm like I, i'm here for convenience and i'm here for like yeah the right now online shopping you got, literally spent money to be here and then spent money for the things that i'm wearing to be here Knowing I'm going to spend money here. I bought like a 200, like just not without even thinking about it, $200 dress off of Rat and Boa. I was like, let's, I need that. I, I, I need it. But I saw the picture of you in it and it was very cute. So I mean, it's justified. gorgeous, you know, but I want, yeah, now I want all of the dresses that are that style. And you know what? You can wear that in, uh, in Italy next year when we go for Taylor. I'll probably buy more. <laughs> I'll have a whole new wardrobe. Right, right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. This is, that's how I prepare for trips. I shop. I help you. Gotta do what you gotta do, you know? Yeah. We're like strong fucking pillars of the economy. That's what we do. We make money and then put it back out there. So you know, we you're put it back welcome. out there. And you We're know what? I think you have to live with an abundance mindset. You spend the money because you know it's gonna come back in. If you mm-hmm. save and hold on so tight, you are telling the universe there's not enough money. I don't have enough money and you don't want to tell the universe that you don't want money. That's not how to get Uh -uh. it. No. So Uh -uh. you throw it out there. Like it means nothing. And the universe is like, Oh, you just want a butt. Okay, here you go. And now all of a sudden you're rich. (laughs) And that's how I think the world works. (laughs) How is that working out? It's okay. (laughs) I think (laughs) (laughs) I I have an apartment in Williamsburg. I don't know. (laughs) I'm, Right. No, I mean, I believe that. I really do. I'm like, and you come from like a place of like lack mentality. It's like you're attracting all of this like negativity because you're so concerned about like where the next whatever is coming from, where it's like, no, nope, just believe that it's coming to you. And it fucking does. Yeah. It fucking does. It's like you'll open up an email and be like, ah, you want to offer me money? Fantastic. Like, Fantastic. you know. Fantastic. 
I had a day the other day where I was, I don't know exactly what I was doing, but I was in like a really good headspace. And I was putting mm-hmm. a lot of that energy out there of like wanting freelance clients and whatever. Literally, I shit you not, within 30 minutes, I had three different friends reach out to me about jobs that they wanted to refer me to. All freelance things. One came in and I was like, oh, that's cool. A second came in um, and I and I was talking to Dio and I was like, what is it? Freelance day? And 10 minutes later, a third one came in. I was like, no, really, what is it? Freelance day? Like, what is going on? We love to see it, how, but yeah, you put how? it out there. My grandma always said that. My grandma was always like, uh, well, she's very much here like, and still saying it. Um, but she always says, like, since I was like a little kid, was like, just watch your words. Your words have weight, and what you're putting out there, like, they it, it means it matters. Like your words matter, and it's like so. Yeah, if you're sitting there saying like, I'm so ugly, I'm so. I'm so this, da, da, da. I was like, I got to stop saying that, like, oh, that's what happens when you get old. I'm like, I'm not fucking old. I'm <laughs> 32 years old. Like, but I, I like, like, oh, my bag. It's what happens when you get old. And I'm like, no, because my body, like the cells in my body and like the water, everything is going to like pick up on that. Totally. And then it's like, I'm going to have another health, like another health issue, another whatever, because I'm literally welcoming that into my life. And I'm like, absolutely fucking not. I am healthy. I am young. I have no fucking issues and I can do whatever I want. If I wanted to jump off of a cliff into water, I could do it. I don't. But if I wanted to, I could because I'm young enough. And even if I broke a bone, I would bounce back. But like, again, we just like, don't even like we say things without even thinking about it like just being mm-hmm. like oh i'm so this i'm so that and it's like yeah your body's like okay for sure you want you want to be fat here i I'm guess hold i on am more yep. <laughs> you know yeah you really love yourself and like you know be kind to yourself and be kind with the words that you're putting out there especially with your life and your future and like even like you're now it's like that's exactly how it's going to play out so be be fucking kind to yourself man be kind and intentional. I like just words have weight. It's a good, mm-hmm. very simple way of just being like, be so careful about what you say because it will right. affect something in some way. It's not just, you're not just throwing it out there. It's like sticking somewhere. It's giving like butterfly effects, you know? Like it's just like even like this like mm. tiny little sentence that like you think like doesn't mean anything, but it's like, nope, it carries and like it has it has a, a result, a reaction in the universe for for it. So it's like, you know, I feel like even when like going through stuff with like friends and whatnot, like where it's like, I just wish that I had like good people in my life. I don't need a group of 15 people to be friends with. I just want a couple like good people in my life. That's exactly what I have now. Have you mm-hmm. seen the like TikTok, like Instagram where it's like um, the sound that's like, did you ever like stop and think for a second that you're actually like living one of your dreams like right now? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like where it's just like things that you've said in the past where you're like, I wish I had this or I wish I had that. And it's like, as you grow up, it's like you have, you really have to even like to have appreciation for like the smaller moments where it's like, maybe you're not right. where you want to be, but it like all the way, but it's like there are stepping stones. And like when you achieve things getting closer to that, I'm like, we should be celebrating that because I think that's so awesome. Like we both wanted podcasts for fucking years. Look at us now. Like, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm living one of my dreams. Like, getting to travel, getting to, you know what I mean? Where it's just like, yeah, there's, there's obstacles and it's not as glamorous as it fucking looks, but it's like at the same time, it's like, I get to live the life and have the experiences that I've been wanting to have since I was a child. So it's like, be, be proud of that. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Just me going. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I love that. I like to do this thing whenever I, I do a couple of things throughout the month. At the beginning of every month, I write an affirmation, like a kind of long affirmation on my calendar. So I see it every day. And it's the things that I just want to accomplish over the next month. It's mm-hmm. like they're kind of broad things, but I'm like, this is what I really want to hone in on this month. And okay. every month that I, you know, switch to the next month, I'll reread what I wrote. And like normally one of those things has been achieved which is mm-hmm. crazy because I don't even necessarily actively like throughout my day. I'm not thinking about it. I'm not, but it's out there and I'm reading it and it's going into my brain and I might be letting it go, but it's like in my everyday space and that's mm-hmm. getting soaked up. And the fact that like one of those things gets achieved is insane, which is cool. Cause then I can start adding like new things every month. And then 
a friend of mine told me to do this years ago and I've been like obsessed with it ever since. But anytime that something happens in my day, that's like a really fulfilling moment, something that makes me feel really like either happy or grounded or like a big aha moment or like a holy shit, this thing is finally happening that I've been waiting for, like a realizing that I've sort of manifested something. I write it mm-hmm. on a little piece of paper and I put it in a jar and at the end of the year, I go through all of those things. And it's another really cool way of like reflecting on and reminding myself that like, oh, all of these things happen. Like mm-hmm. if you really put your mind and your heart and your energy towards stuff, you will end the year with a fucking mason jar full of moments that like only happened because you really willed it to. Mm-hmm. That's cute. You know? mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. There's so much power in your words and there's so much, especially with like written word like that too. It's like, you don't have to be like sitting and like meditating all day on like, ah, I wish I had, or I'm, this is coming to me or whatever. It's like, no, you've already kind of made the declaration, put it out there. So it's like now as the universe is just paying it forward, whether you're like Mm -hmm. actively working on that or not, you know? Totally. And when you put it out, it's like, as long as you just like live your day with that same energy, it's the mm-hmm. same thing. Like act living your life as if those things are already true, putting that energy out, putting that like positivity out, not writing it down and then moping and complaining to your friends that you don't have money. It's like, no, write it down and then just live as if that is happening and it's going to start clicking. It's so cool. It's also that's like tied into even like with the lack mentality and everything like that. Like you can't be like acknowledging like the things that you don't have and then be like surprised that things aren't working out or things aren't coming. If that's the way that your perspective is, is that it's like, I don't have this or my life will be so great when I have that and putting all of this like emphasis on things that don't really matter instead of just like enjoying life and seeing the moments, the good stuff, you know, that's Mm -hmm. actually happening around you. And I think also having a sense of direction too does so much where I'm like knowing what you're trying to achieve and writing that stuff down and actually putting action towards it where it's like, maybe not doing exactly what I wrote about uh, putting the actions forward where it's like your, your energy, just everything is already like focused on what you're trying to do that. It's like, of course, all of these other things are coming. You're like, wait, did I manifest this? Did I? And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, essentially you did. Cause you've already been putting it out there in the universe. You've been working towards it where it's like, even if you're not actively thinking certain thoughts every single day, it's like, it's already being put into motion as long as like you're, excited about what you're doing and actually moving forward in that direction yep perspective is so important perspective Mm -hmm. is so important I hate when I have conversations with friends and like of course we all get into darker head spaces or like frustrated moments in our lives and and you should acknowledge them and not just be in this like fake happy world forever but it's so frustrating Mm -hmm. when friends that I like know and love and they're so talented and there's so much that they have to offer and you see them sort of get stuck in this like negative perspective rut and it's like Mm -hmm. I can only say so much you have to get yourself out of that space in order for that to change because if you keep on with this like negative side of it you're only going to see negative stuff and it's going to be mostly negative things that come into your space so you have to like flip yourself out of that which is easier mm-hmm. said than done, but easier said than done. But at the same time, I'm just like, it feels like we, like, and I don't know if that's just because of like, kind of like the energy at work and like, the, like maybe like we're just attracted to that. So we hear it all the time, but I'm just like, I feel like I've been hearing this stuff since I was a kid. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, stop being so negative. Like, like appreciate the, the little things. Like just like, like fucking, I feel like it's on tea towels and shit at home goods. Yeah. Like literally just like live, laugh, love. Like, it's just like, just do that though. Like, you know what I mean? It's such a simple concept, but I think us as humans, because we're so complicated, like we maybe not even intentionally, but we overcomplicate things, you know? And then we'll mm. look at people who are like, you know, financially wealthy, nepo babies, all of that stuff and be like, mm, it makes me nice because you don't have to do that. And if, if I had a famous dad, then that, but it's like, okay, be the famous dad. Like, you know what right. I mean? Like, you don't, you, like if you don't like something, it, you're not changing anything by just putting negativity out there or saying something to where it's like, oh, they're, okay, 
okay, but like, what are you doing about it? And why is this bothering you to a point because it's emphasizing or making you feel insecure about something that you're lacking in? Then it's like, fix the problem. But instead, mm-hmm. we just want to like complain and exactly what you said, get into this like rut of negativity where it's like everything around. I hate my apartment. I hate my. And it's just like, okay, so what good is that doing? Right. So what good is that doing? It's like even like Love Island, like watching like Keenan constantly talking about his like whole like issue with KK and uh, the other girl like nausea and whatnot, where it was just like, why are you complaining about this? As and, and everybody, I feel like all the guys got tired of hearing about it. But it's like, why are you complaining about this? Like, this isn't a choice you made. Mm-hmm. Like an obstacle that you're putting yourself in and that we're all supposed to just like sit there and care after a while you just tune out because it's just like, dude, fix the problem or right. shut up about it. But I'm like that nobody wants to live in that space with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's also like when I'm like, sometimes you even have to like cut people out of your life that are like that because it's just like, I don't want to hang out with somebody that anytime I see you, it's just this little gray cloud of just like, hmm, life's unfair. And it's just like, I can only sit here and tell you how great I think you are and and try to be supportive as a friend. But at the same time, like if you're never going to be willing to do that for yourself, like that gets exhausting. It's like mm-hmm. just fucking take a look at like what makes you happy, what makes you unhappy and are these things fixable and start taking steps towards fixing that. But I'm just like, I feel like people just again, want, like to overcomplicate things, make everything as if it's like life happening to them. And it's just like, Anybody can pick themselves up out of any situation. It's just the will, the want, and like having a focus and a drive to accomplish something. Yeah. It's so interesting how that the perspectives are so different. Like, for example, you and I, I think we just naturally mm-hmm. have that in us to be like, but the positive of it. And then there's some people that don't. And I like, is that a from birth thing? Were your parents really negative? Like, it's just so interesting how people can be on such opposite sides of that spectrum just mm-hmm. naturally. Like some people are just attracted to the negative and some of us want nothing to do with it. <laughs> like, I think for some people too, I think it's just inherent and like I don't yeah. even know that they're aware of it because I'm like, I love like a self-deprecating joke. I love like, you know, calling shit out. But at the same time, I think it takes also having somebody be like, why are you so negative? Like, or why, why? And then you start thinking about yourself and you're like, why am I so negative? Like, you know what I mean? That sometimes it takes hearing that to where it's just like, oh, like this isn't, it's it's not something you should wear as a badge of honor. You know what I mean? No. To where, like this isn't a personality just being like, oh, I hate everything. Like I, nobody, nobody wants to spend time with that person. I'm sorry. Like maybe when we're younger. No. But... And what's so funny is I, and I'm still sarcastic, but I used to be really sarcastic and that kind of Mm -hmm. was my like badge of honor I was very self-deprecating everything I said wasn't serious like I was just kidding all the time and a couple of years ago I had a moment where I was like I don't I don't like make as many sarcastic jokes anymore I'm not as like funny as I used to be like I kind of got down on myself about it and it took me a minute but I was like I I think I'm just confident in myself now like I think that was something I was doing as a protective thing and Mm -hmm. and I was funny yeah and like now that I'm like no I'm kind of cool as me in my own space I got to drop that and for a second I like freaked out that I had lost my identity I was like oh my god I don't know who I am anymore it's like no no I know who I am now so I don't have to do those things but it was a weird shift moment um yeah just so strange no I'm like yeah your perspective just completely changed and and you don't have to protect because you just don't care anymore like that's the thing mm-hmm. and, I, I'm, and like I wish I could have gotten there so much sooner like in life but like it's cool we're here now but I'm just like be cringe be basic be whatever like it's just like who gives a shit at the end of the day anybody that's criticizing you isn't paying your bills doesn't fucking matter do what you Mm -mm. need to fucking do to thrive and feel good and the people that love you are going to be there supporting you be by your side and the people that are shitty you should probably cut them out anyways and it's just like will expose themselves but even then it's like great get rid of the baggage and be able to focus on yourself and like what makes you happy and then that way it's like you don't need to feel like you need to protect yourself all the time because you're so unsure of who you are and what you stand for so everything is intimidating everything so Mm -hmm. better off making a joke about myself or criticizing something else and you having to like look at me and me be seen you know what I mean but at the same time you don't know who you are I think that's the scariest part you know is like having people ask you questions and 
things that you should feel confident about answering and not have like just being like, oh please don't ask me this like you know and now I'm just like ask away tell me what like whatever you <laughs> yeah. want to know like I don't really give a shit and if you don't know it from social media blogs whatever like let's fucking go let's talk about it you know but I'm like I think that not having a clear sense of who you are and like what you stand for is it gets you very much in your head so you start caring too much about what everybody else thinks of you or like going along with the trends and going along with what everybody else is doing and getting lost in the sauce of shit where I'm like yeah of course you're never going to really find your true identity because it's like you're trying to live so much like other people and that's Mm. just not your journey that's not your path having realizations myself you know um I think it's it's funny because it's like we can want things and be and admire other people's lives and like the things that they have or you know but I'm like it shouldn't be your standard of how you feel about yourself or what you're comparing yourself to you know Mm -hmm. and I think we do that far too much that it's just like oh well I wish I had this or I want to get this back because she has it and like all this shit where it's just like cool but like do you need that right do you you want it? it Is it something that's like actually for you or are you getting it because you think she's cool and you think she's pretty and she has a hot boyfriend and so maybe if you get this bag, it will get you. It's like, no, no, no. Figure out who you are. Do you love the bag? Then get the bag. Do you think the bag is going to make you something other than you? Then do not get the bag (laughs) (laughs) because it's not a magic bag. It's just a bag. And now you're going to be out a bunch of money and you're still not going to be her and you're still not going to have her boyfriend. So I mean, you might get a couple compliments. That's great. But like. You know, if if it's everywhere, then we've all seen it. It's- a style is still definitely something that I think I am like refiguring out in my 30s. It's like I, I feel like I had a sort of clear sense of who Savannah was within the clothing of it all in my 20s. Mm-hmm. And I've totally lost it, um, which is so OK. But it's just it's I'm like in that space where I am refiguring that out. So I have all these moments where I like see other people wearing things and in the past I would have done the like let me get this so I can be more like this person and Mm. now because I know who I am not fully but like I have a better understanding of it I'm able to go like well that's her style so so what's mine and I have no idea what the answer is (laughs) like I look at my clothing and I'm like what are all of you do I like you I don't even know if I like you um so now I think I just want a stylist (laughs) I I think my next goal in life is getting to the point where I just have a stylist I'm like so I'll tell you the things that I like I don't know how to find them and pick them out can you do that for me you know I'm actually well I don't know are you like a thrifty thrifting girl or are you I love um, a thrift I love a thrift moment I actually have a friend out uh, out in LA and she kind of does that she's like she like curates boxes from like thrift stores and like whatnot like you tell her like what you want like what kind of style you like sizes all that stuff and I think she goes like shopping for you or puts together like a thing and you can like send it back um yeah I will I will look into that for you because I'm like I just I'm just like I just see what I like and the funny thing is that's why like I want to make my own clothes because I'm also like Mm. there's always something that I want and it's just either never in style, maybe doesn't fucking exist or existed 10 years ago and it's not relevant now. But I'm like, I think, yeah, you just kind of like branch out and try different things. I'm like, I've kind of gotten a lot more like girly and like, I I would rather die than wear like, you know, just like throw myself together. Like I want like a moment every, like I like getting new shit and putting it together. and like, feeling like a badass you know mm-hmm. and, and I'm like there's nothing better than that I feel like your clothes are such an expression of yourself and like it, it just raises your confidence so much like putting together like a cute outfit and also trying new things I'm I love black I will wear black forever literally yep. cannot like without like one article of black clothing but I'm like I recently I just bought like a neon orange dress out here Ooh. and I'm like we're gonna we're gonna have a have a fucking highlighter moment but like oh, I love and I think once you get like adventurous with it too it just becomes so fun because you're just like I can literally do whatever and I don't think I mean obviously there's some people to where it's like oh I'm preppy oh I'm sporty oh whatever but I'm also like I think you can not so much of like having a style I feel like it's just like you can be and do whatever you want to do any day if you're feeling totally. like goth and emo 
go for it today, girl. Like, cut my life into pieces. And then it's like, if you want to go to, like, the Beverly Hills Hotel and, like, wear, like, a collared sweater combo situation or sweater vest, like, fucking do it. Like, there's just mm-hmm. no there's no rules and there's no like, oh, I'm only this type of person. You, you, you can literally be whoever you want to be every day. And that's what's so fucking great about fashion. I would love to see the Sierra line of clothing. I want it. <laughs> I was saying funny thing. I'm like, if I make a clothing line, it would be based off of helping people start their wardrobe. You know what I mean? Where I'm just like, here's I some like staple that. pieces. Yeah. <laughs> and Here's how you mix and match them to go together. And here's like a daytime, nighttime, one look, you know, and I'm just like, just make it like a small capsule that's just easy for people to start styling themselves and be able to like branch out. But I'm like, it's, it's, you just got to have to get the pieces. You know what I mean? No, get I, lo- the white I need t-shirt. the pieces. I need the basics. You do. I need the you basics. Need ba- Girl, like it's it's staples. You need fucking the different color trousers. You need fucking plain colored t-shirts and and button downs. And I'm like, you mixing and matching those like four pieces. Uh, I lose my shit over a blazer. Like throw it over like a little mini dress. So cute. A fucking skirt and top combo. Oh, jazz up your fucking jeans. It's like these are staple pieces that you just need. And then jewelry jewelry has you know what become... else you're really good at shoes hmm. oh my god shoes oh, thank you. you're great <laughs> at shoes i have a pair of sneakers and mm-hmm. a pair of combat boots that's kind of it well, no heels exist in my but heels feel like such a good staple if you want to get even a little dressy heel mm-hmm. daytime heels with jeans cute as hell yep yep Don't got them well gotta, i'm also yeah so like you're in New York and you guys are like, wow, you, you, it's kind of hard to run from somebody on the Metro in heels. Carrie so Bradshaw I'm, does it. Carrie Bradshaw doesn't go underground. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Carrie's handling cabs left and right. Homegirl is not fucking walking the way she claims. Like, No, you're right. Like, you're right. But I'm like, you should definitely own heels for like going out to dinner and like having like a moment, exactly what you said. And there's so many different types and different sizes and different chunks and, you know, like wedges, like wedges are back. I'm like, just experiment, you know, and see what you can run away from a scary man in and feel comfortable. But it just, (laughs) it, it elevates literally any look. I hate flats. I could say that, but I'm just not, I'm not a baby doll girly you know like the ballerina so, yeah. like ballet slipper flats yeah blisters i That's don't love them all i think i don't of. love them yeah i just literally hate them every time i see them i don't know why i felt the need to like get that out there but like yeah if we can like cancel ballerina flats for shoes you heard oh, here if first. that comes back it's gonna people are posting like tiktoks of going into department stores and like early 2000 styles are coming back but like there was one that was like somebody call miley cyrus and it was like a black vest over like a white t-shirt and red pants which is like specifically an outfit from one of her music videos i don't know why i have this outfit memorized in my brain um but it's like vests are coming back little crop vests do we need it? Let's ask our, nope. let's ask ourselves that. Do we need it? Nope. I don't but think here so. we are. We've got like denim, midi skirts, um low rise. Again, juicy couture on your asses back in. Like I'm just like, what year is it? I feel that way about a lot of things recently. I feel like we're just like in some weird fucking time loop where people are just like Bond well, Dutch. isn't it like every 20 years or every 30 years or something, the style just like re-does? Yep. So like the 2000, 2000s or like 2010 oh. was the 90s, right? We well, like 90s grunge came back. saw that like uh, statement necklaces are coming back. And I was no, just like, we don't know. That one doesn't have to happen. That doesn't like early Vanderpump, early Housewives. No, or like the long necklaces that we used to wear with like fucking like owls and the owl. (laughs) It's back. It's back, and I don't know who make who makes these calls. Who is making these calls? And I just there's like 
other like brands too, like candy bars and like things that really just were not, haven't been relevant for fucking years. And they're just like having this like epic comeback. And I'm just like, what is happening? This is so funny. The little kids are going to have no style again though for a while. Or is this for adults? Are adults wearing these things or like the teens are going to be wearing them? Because if the adults are wearing big owl fringy necklaces, that's, that's a whole other level. I don't think we it's were doing for us. that at like twenty. Yeah, I don't think it's for us. I think okay, we are, we we learned our lesson. Yeah, so we're like, like we're good I, on that. Thank you. No, was anybody holding onto their statement necklaces, being like, "Damn, can't wait for this moment to come back." Just no one I'm friends metal. with. That's ex- exactly like no. But so I'm like, this is for like kids, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, you guys did this then?" Like, mm, well, we do it better. You know what? You Jelly know what, little shoes? kitties, take it. Have it. Yeah. And then I'm like, does that mean like those, do you remember like the Grecian style dresses that like always had like big embellishments or like it looked like a belt or something, but they would be like t-shirts and like dresses that would like come down to here and then it would be like this like gold. Oh, like, yeah. And you'd be like, how do you even wash that? Or like braided something, <laughs> beaded something. And it's just like mm-hmm. something that makes absolutely zero sense. But like. I'm literally terrified that those are going to be like the next thing that comes back because exactly what you said. I'm like, I think it just repeats in like a revolving order, but I think it just gets like shorter and shorter and shorter every time we go back around. Right. And unfortunately, like the, like the nineties, nineties grunge, that is a cool era forever. Like anytime that Mm -hmm. that becomes a fad, great. Cause that all slaps. Um, we really could skip the early two thousands with this whole repeating thing. Like we were doing it wrong. And I think we are the first to admit it. Just skip it. Skip yeah. it. You know what? No. If you if you guys want to tweeze your eyebrows thin and wear Ed Hardy, <laughs> I'm going to support it because I had to do it. A little Von Dutch <laughs> moment. If I had to go through it, you have to go through it. I was also at a mall recently, um, and that was really fucking weird. I haven't been to, like, and, and I consider, like, a mall – like an indoor mall, you know what I mean? Like not like, like Sherman Oaks America- Fashion Square. Yes, like that's, I'm like, a mall. that's exactly where I went. That's okay, exactly great. where I went. Of where course. versus like the Grove or the Americana, where I'm those like, aren't malls. Is- yeah, this is like those a whole don't have experience. hot topics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I went to the Sherman Oaks, and I was like, "This is the most depressing place I've ever been." It's very old, like like, and the stores are just so random. And then I remember walking by like guests, and I was just like does anybody shop here anymore? Like, remember, like, Guess was, like, all the rage when we were, like, younger. It was, like, every bombshell had, like, their fucking ad with Guess. And now I'm, like, like, Guess and BB, do anybody wear those anymore? Oh, my God. BB. With the BB little the diamond sequins spelling the word. Mm-hmm. Remember, is literally- the Betsy Johnson store still at the Fashion Square? No, it can't be, right? <laughs> okay. No, I haven't heard that name seriously and i don't even know how long but i'm sure she'll have a resurgence in the next like five years i think she's having one a friend of mine that uh does drag just did a like something with betsy johnson so she's she's coming she's coming back around any way she can yeah no i'm i'm okay with certain things coming back but i would be very okay with a lot of our 2000s fashion staying staying there but it's not Mm -hmm. and again we have we get to make choices and I choose no, but I will <laughs> and love I to choose watch you. No, <laughs> so you guys have fun with that. <laughs> Be cringe, do what you want. It, it doesn't matter. But like, I'm I'm judging. Judging. Yep. No, thank you. Okay, so wait, have you been going out in Fiji since you've been there? Uh. No, like we went to dinner, like, and then people came back here and like we all like hung out and stuff. But like, I haven't been like out like clubbing or anything. We're we're gonna go to an island that like is apparently like a must see. You got to take a boat over there, and it's just like they have amazing food, and you just like relax on this like small island that oh my I'm God. very excited about. Yeah, that is so. <laughs> I've been drinking cute. a lot though. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Are you hungover? I, you I'm seem sure totally I, fine. I'm sure I am. Um, I, I f- feel like it lingers, but I'm like at the same time, like no, like I don't, I don't really 
I feel like if I did this back home, I would be on the couch for the next like three days, like mm. hating my life and my choices. Um, no, I just wake up and I'm like fucking fine. I didn't, I did, I brought Advil. I haven't used it. Haven't used it. There's a weird thing that happens when you travel. There's a weird mm-hmm. thing. And I, when I was younger, I used to think there were a few times that I came out to New York on trips with friends and I was like I guess you just don't get hung over when it's cold out like I thought it was an mm-hmm. east coast cold thing now that yeah. I live in New York I get hung over so it wasn't that I think it's literally on trips there's something where your body is like no we got to make it through so you can feel this when we're done you're not feeling it right now yep we got to pull forward we got to pull it through no genuinely I I don't know who I am when I go on vacation I'm just like oh I guess we're having a drink oh and is it is it time is it time right um and I'm drinking till the end of days I apparently fell asleep outside you know because mama was having some red wine how love island of you yeah well I didn't have a blanket I was not prepared sure like I had to be escorted inside and I was like oh wow I don't even know like how I got in there like so yeah I've lost all all inhibition and it's fun it's fun I'm like I love it I'll be drinking every day for the next 11 days and you should you can't do anything to stop me nope and my body and then your birthday is like right after and you'll be in New York so you're gonna just keep drinking just keep drinking through you can stop in September (laughs) well even uh yesterday I woke up and I ran uh 7k Um, Oh my God, I saw that you posted that. That's insane. Now, I have a stupid question. 7K equals what? 5.2 miles. Okay, the K is kilometers, right? I think, yeah, because a five is like three point something. Let's see. Do they measure in kilometers out there? 4.3. Sorry, I 4.3. was gassing myself up. Yeah, seven and it was 4.3 miles. Um, yeah, I'm like everything, as I said, it's it's so impressive. military time. Yeah. My phone didn't like do that, but um, are call sheets usually like 20, like on military time? Not always. Yeah, so I'm like, I no. feel like that's, yeah, that's just like a thing out here. Um, cause even my flight, like to get like picked up and shit, uh, it was in military time and I was like, oh, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> you know, like, I have no idea I'm what time I have to be there. What? I think it's uh, minus two, it right? Nope. What? Nope. Never mind. <laughs> Eight. I, I didn't say anything. 8 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I think, and that's probably also perspective and like, um, shit that we were talking about earlier where I'm just like knowing that like I'm here so nobody can touch me and like work isn't like, like I can work from anywhere. So it's just like, mm-hmm. I don't know, not the same like stress and pressure of like being in your, your own space. Like totally. it's just making sure that there's time to get things done and be like responsible while I'm gone. But like. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm drinking, thriving, having a good time, going out of my comfort zone, making new friends, like, and it's awesome. <laughs> I love this life for you so much. I'm so jealous of this life, and I don't want to hold you back from this really. life anymore. So, what? Your hair looks great, Carly. I said, Everyone, tell her her hair looks pretty pushed back. I don't really wear my hair curly. There's something in it. Um. I don't usually wear my hair curly, and so, but it's uh, stop being insecure about things that you can't change and embrace it. So mm-hmm. here we are. We'll see. I got to shoot some content um, coming up. But yeah, you can let me go, and I will let you go because you've got to go to bed. No, I have to watch the new episode of Love Island in an hour. So, <laughs> uh, In an hour? does not yeah, come on at 6? It's 8 o'clock here. It comes on at 9 Eastern time. What are you so, watching it on? What do you mean? Peacock. Peacock. It comes out at 6 p.m. Western. Here. Not West. Uh, the East Coast is three hours ahead of you. I got you. I... Yeah. So that's that's how time differences work, Sierra. I can't even give you shit for the military <laughs> time. I just did that. I, just did yep. that. I was like, dude, it's You sure awesome. did. It's so confusing to me because I'm just like, it's streaming. Why would it just be six o'clock fucking everywhere? Why does it matter? Why would you have to wait till nine? That makes zero sense. But Because then, then the you time. guys would get it at 3 p.m. 
Which even better. Which even, even better. better. You know what? Like, you actually have such a uh, – on the West Coast, because <laughs> of the time difference, I'm specifically thinking about Taylor Swift album releases, but in New York, I have to stay up till midnight if I want to listen to a new album. L.A., I just got it at 9 p.m. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. getting ready for bed. I get to play it at that point. Here, it is like an effort and a mission for me to stay up till midnight to listen to anything new. So I don't do right. it. So then I don't get it until Friday, and it's stupid, and I hate it. So, <laughs> so there's we gotta, that. We got to talk to somebody about this. We got to talk to somebody about this time thing, see if we can get things switched up a little bit. <laughs> I All have right. no idea. All right, well, I love you. Go you go live your best island life. I love you so much. I can't wait to continue to get tea um, on and off the pod. Um, yeah. Have so much fun, and I will talk to you so soon. I love you. Can you give us our, your best um, Love Island goodbye? I don't know what that would be. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for nailing that. I love you so much. I will talk to you later. Have the best time. Bye.